This episode is sponsored by Green Monkey Technologies, your on-site answer to computer problems specializing in home PCs and small business systems. To get your issues resolved, please call 801-413-7678 or email us at sales at greenmonkeytech.tv. All right. Episode two. Forecast special I'm, podcast. I'm episode two. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! I'm today's, <laughs> today's guest is Mark Pratt, one of my closest Utah friends. AKA Bambitos. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Mark, what do you do for a living? Or what did you do for a living? Uh, mostly work in PCs. Okay. And I'm a certified ethical hacker. <laughs> Sweet. How old are you? Oh man, that's a messed up question. <laughs> Getting older. I usually don't ask women how old they are, but. I <laughs> <laughs> act like such a woman. At times. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. All right, I'm still older than you. I'm forty-two. Well, you know, you've always been older than me. That's yeah. just kind of how it works. You'll always be older than me. For reals. Not much. Invent that time machine. And... I wish I could invent the time machine to subtract the forty. <laughs> As soon as I turn 40, I feel I like think that's possible. <laughs> adulthood just kind of hit me harder. You could travel at the speed of light, and like, like everyone might catch up to you, um, but you'll, you'll, still be, you'll still be the same age. You can't go back. You can, can kind of go forward. What do you think a midlife crisis purchase would be for computer techs like ourselves? A car uh, or a supercomputer? Everything that you see right here. <laughs> so yeah. Mark, my friend Mark here is a musician. He really loves to create his own. He has a ton of guitars everywhere, and bass, and keyboard, and a full studio. Even two keyboards. And two keyboards, yeah, to be exact. Board. And I've got the monitors right there. And monitors. Good lord. I've got a whole recording setup right here. Basically a recording studio, everyone. And I'm using my phone to record this, so, hey. <laughs> Go me. That's <laughs> your fault. Like, if you wanted to record with something better, I could have I set it up real fast. Some work. What was your favorite food when you were a kid? Huh. That's a horrible question to ask me because it's gross. Like now, like your taste buds <laughs> change when you're an adult. Like I used to think bologna sandwiches were amazing. And, and now it just makes me want to vomit. So bologna sandwich was your favorite as a kid? As a kid, yeah. So what's your favorite food now? Oh, I don't. I don't really have like one in particular. Um, I I enjoy a variety of uh, of foods, but like, I I'm not one of those people that likes a lot of grease. Like, uh, that's like my wife. She fat. hates anything with fat. Yeah. She'll cut the meat till it's like a square piece. <laughs> yeah. Well, same with like everything I cook with. Like, if it calls for oil or something or butter or something, like I'm pretty minimal. Like, I like whole foods. Whole foods, yeah. yeah. Whole foods. Yeah, whole foods pretty good. So, what do your kids like to eat, and what is your first food memory? My kids, it depends on the week. Um, it seems like they get pickier as time goes on. Like, one week they'll be like, oh, I love this, it's so great. And then the next week they'll be like, I'm not eating that. Um, <clears throat> but I think they all agree on steak, carne asada, and... Um, good choice. I think they're all good with hamburgers. Everyone loves hamburgers, man. <laughs> yeah. I actually that might be my favorite food. Yeah. Actually, hamburgers. When I create, when I cook at home, I take frozen patties just because it's cheaper, 
And what I'll do is I'll heat up the pan, put a little sea salt and garlic on the pan, let it sizzle. Then I throw the frozen patties on there, and it actually gets all the juices from the frozenness. I've, and it makes it get a little more flavor. I've, I've, I've done noticed. the same thing, but I do it with onions and peppers. Onions and peppers? And garlic. Yeah, onions uh, and peppers. And I, there's a secret. Do you make your own fries? There's I do. I do, actually. I'd, I'd love to know how you make yours. So when I make my fries, I use olive oil, sea salt, paprika, a um, little bit of garlic. If I want to give it a more of a nacho flavor, I do cumin sometimes. If I just want to give it traditional, I'll do a little bit of oregano in there and some other spices. Good God. And then I just bake them for like 400 degrees for like 37 minutes-ish. And they come out nice and crispy, just like the fries you like. And we make our own uh, sriracha mayo and then dip it in that. Or we'll do like uh, ranch and barbecue, mix that together and make kind of a, almost like a fry sauce. Mm -hmm. Okay, so my fries, my perfect fries that I make that are really good. Um, I get the fresh potatoes, I cut them up, and uh, then I make a brine. And I leave the skins on, by the way. Um, not everybody does that, but I make a brine uh, of uh, water and salt, mm. and I soak them for at least a day uh, beforehand. And then after that, you can cook them. You can cook them deep fried, but actually, the secret that I've come to love um, is um, coat the uh, coat your pan that you're going to bake with with uh, oil, and uh, put a little extra in there. I know I said I don't like greasy stuff, but it's the best way to get them crispy. Um, throw them in the oven and then like halfway through, flip them over and they come out real nice and crispy and they don't have as much fat on them as uh, the other ones. Like they're still kind of... And they're really good. And then seasoning, you know, that's completely yeah. up to you, whatever you want. So what is your favorite meal to prepare? My favorite to prepare? Probably Svetla and um, Schnitzel. Yeah, with some cook, uh, with some steamed carrots and stuff. It's pretty tasty. And when you shop for food, do you use canned or any frozen foods at any point? Well, I do because I have kids, but like I said, my favorite is to buy the ingredients fresh. So when you get your produce, do you go to a farmer's market or you go to like Whole Foods or something? Sometimes I go to a farmer's market. The only problem with that is is that um, you've got a lot of food that you've got to use pretty quick. So... Um, sometimes we'll do that, but like, uh, we'll can some stuff, you know. I don't like using canned anything, if I can get away with it, but some stuff I do, like beans and stuff, I'll just buy the cans. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty cheap, so I go to Smith's and get my produce. I, I try to go to Whole Foods when I can afford it, but no, 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 no budget. No. I, don't, I don't shop at Whole Foods, I just mean like, I eat Whole Foods like, uh, oh, okay. as natural as I can. Okay. Know? Like, if it came from the ground, I want to wash it off, and then cook it and eat it. Because it's tasty. So have you ever planted or harvested your own produce? Uh, yeah, yeah. We actually planted some uh, jalapenos this year. Nice. And, uh, Love peppers. We did, we did not take care of them. <laughs> we thought they were dead. And then like two jalapenos just showed up magically. And I was like, oh my God. Peppers can so grow proud. just about anywhere. It's crazy. I was so proud of my two peppers. And the, here's the crappy part. The crappy part is, is that I didn't eat them. Oh, we pulled them off and they went bad. And I'm just uh, like, oh, boo. But next year, next year, we're going to have a, a nice veggie garden. That's what everybody says, right? Yeah. Next year. Next year. Next year. I've had friends donate a bunch of peppers and I roasted them in the, just an oven under broil for like 30 minutes. 
and then I let it cool down, and then I blended it and added a few spices. Mm-hmm. It was so smoky tasting, mm. and still like super spicy because it was like, it was a uh, hatch peppers. I did a little bell pepper to cool it down, but the four fresh jalapeno peppers, um, a bunch of other chili riana peppers. Yeah, a little secret <laughs> if you want to like make them even a little bit more smokier is get some uh, cedar chips mm. and uh, wet those and then put them like uh, in the center of your pan and then put all your other stuff around it and then after that like put a little liquid smoke on top Ooh, of it liquid smoke that sounds yeah. good and uh, that'll give it a nice like really roasted kind of smoky 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 flavor you do the same thing with your uh, ribs and stuff too that come out really good. like if you don't have a smoker you can do that so the easy way to do smoking in like the conventional oven is you just like, kind of soak up some cedar chips is what you yeah. recommend yeah and then so. throw like like any other stuff that you want in there like some seasoning or just stuff like that throw it in with the cedar chips too it'll kind of the aroma will kind of fill in uh fatty foods work best for that kind of thing because fat will suck up uh the like any of the aroma that comes off and it smells and stuff that's really good for that that's how they make perfume by the way really yeah i did not know that yeah they actually like um they find things that smell good and then they um uh to get the aroma out of it they use fat animal fat that is an interesting knowledge that i have never knew before <laughs> yeah no um same thing like uh are we allowed to talk about pot anything okay cool <laughs> uh you're like if you're gonna cook pot or something like um <clears throat> you want to use something that's like really fatty that you cook it in and uh that's why like brownies are a, a big deal because the butter in it uh soaks up the, the thc in it um it's true about anything though like it'll, it'll suck all of it in it's good stuff well, thanks again, Mark, for being my first guest to Four Cat uh, <laughs> Special I'm Podcast. I'm <laughs> this concludes episode two. Y'all have a good night.